planning for a great team. Hi, this is Carl Bimshaw, and you're listening to another episode of Reflections on Leadership. Today, I want to talk about team and how to plan for a great one ahead of time. Often, we just throw together a group of people and think we've got a team, uh, and we haven't given a lot of thought to what we want it to achieve, various roles and things like that. So you really need to give some thought to a roadmap or, or a charter. I'm going to go over several uh, key elements of a roadmap that you should consider. Each one of these can go much deeper, but I'll just give a, a quick overview of things to you to be thinking about if you want to be creating a team. These are things you should think about beforehand. That'll help you staff the team better, find the right uh, personalities, skill sets, etc., and it'll get you uh, on the right track faster. First and foremost is you need to have a good understanding of what the organization's vision, purpose, and values are. This provides context for the team's existence. And so if you don't know what the organization's vision, purpose, and values are, or you're the head of the organization and you don't know what it is, that's where you got to start first because everything else comes out of that. Because the, the team that you put together, they're going to have their own vision, purpose, and values, and you've got to make sure that those are aligned with the organizations. Otherwise, you start with dysfunction that you can never correct. So once you've got that squared away, it's good to establish the team norms. Now, team norms can get put together just naturally because norms are essentially the, the minimal acceptable behavior that the team develops. But if you think ahead of time, these are going to be the explicit or implicit ground rules that identify appropriate behavior for team members. And isn't that better to know ahead of time rather than kind of stumble into it or, or figure it out as you go along? So you want to look at probably four areas. One is around communication. What are the communication norms? The other one is decision-making, conflict management, and then individual behavior. And so there's detail behind all of those, but I think they're fairly self-explanatory. The next part is team member roles, and these define individual responsibilities for the successful operation of a team. Pretty straightforward, but often people don't know what their role on a team is, what it is that they're supposed to do. So that's why it's good to kind of lay it out and who's got the role. And related to that, with a little bit more focus, is key responsibility areas and goals. So these are the main function areas inside the team, and all of those relate to getting the team's purpose fulfilled, right? So you should be thinking about, well, what's the key responsibility area for this person? What's a specific goal that you need them to achieve? And most importantly, what are the measurable outcomes? If you don't have a picture of success, you really don't have much of a a prayer of uh, reaching it or how would you know if you reached it there's there's no measurement so you've got to figure out kind of what it is that you want them to do and that helps clarify the roles and also the responsibility areas if you dig deeper into communication strategies the whole point of communication as a strategy is to ensure that there's a timely sharing of information both among team members but also any stakeholders and the organization as a whole so one of the things you should think about or, or just list or what are all the meetings that we're going to have, how frequently are we going to have them, and what's the desired result of each one of those meetings. And if you can't define what a desired result is for the meeting, you're not ready for that meeting. So you probably shouldn't have it. So if you can plan this ahead of time, it's, you can see where that's going to make things a little bit more efficient for you. Now decision-making, there's a whole world behind that, but decision-making 
takes into account authority and accountability process that the team's going to use to make decisions. And so fundamentally, it's just you, you should look at you know what decisions have to be made, who's going to make them, and how are you going to make them. There are many ways to make decisions, and that's probably the most important decision when creating a team is deciding how you're going to decide. And finally, resources. Now, these are the tangible materials and support needed by the team to accomplish the goals. Resources are often the things that teams most complain about that they don't have access to. So you've got to make sure that people know they, where to find or you as leader how to create or allocate these various resources. So there's time, treasure, and talent. Time, you know, if there's not enough time, how are you going to create more time? What responsibilities are you going to shift? Treasures is money and talent is the skill sets. So when you put all these elements together, your chances for a high-performing team go way up.